0: You are now listening to "How Do You Do," featuring Bread Breakfast and Hannah Backwards. It's time to learn, y'all!
1: Hi, hello, and welcome to "How Do You Do." My name is Bread Breakfast, and I am joined by Hannah Backwards and one Brent Dio. Brent, can you introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about what you do?
2: Um, yeah. I'm Brent, my name is Brent Dio, and uh, what I do is, I work with youth at the Legacy Art Gallery right now, uh, I just started Monday with Dana Tiger, she's a, she's a famous artist, and her dad was a famous artist, and all the kids, that they all do, do something with art, her daughter paints, and her son does sculpting, he's really good, he's really oh that's talented. awesome. And that's what uh, Dana's dad did. He done some real good sculpting and got into some big museums. Okay. And, and uh, so she has an art gallery, and we're just over there kind of cleaning it up and getting it ready for like a celebration this summer or something. Put on a little gathering. Okay. And um, so she has this little trail that she has a bunch of plants along and some. Uh, medicine that we use. Also, she has peach trees on her on her land, and um, so what we're doing is clearing out that trail because it was just like kind of like a, a beaten path, and uh-huh. now now we're trying to make it clear it out to where you know she can bring groups of people through and have you know good sights to see. Okay.
0: So yeah, make it more of a trail than just a path. Right. Yeah. And so, what we have here
1: is that you are a Yuchi tradition preserver. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Well, so a couple years ago, I started working at the Yuchi Language Project in Sapulpa. Yeah. And my my sister, she was working there first. I was I was welding at the time. Okay. I was welding, and so I just she was working there and I wanted to help any way I could if it was like, I I came on my lunch sometimes or uh, after work, you know, I'd I'd come by and see what they were doing and then ask if they, you know, want me to do something and so the person that runs the place there, uh, he he asked me if I wanted to work and start working with the kids and working with the, our elder Maxine, she's, she's the last one left and I I felt that you know that I've never got a chance like this, and that, and that's true. And this is the only time before she's gone that you know I have a chance to talk to her, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. in, interact with her, and have a chance to learn from her and ex- exchange in the language with her. And so at that time, I didn't really know any Yuchi at all. Like yeah. I just knew a couple words, maybe or something and so i started uh working there at the uchi language project and then a couple years goes by and i developed a good relationship with uh, our elder Maxine and ended up having fallen out with them at the uchi language project you know just the director you know i feel like i got caught up trying to do the right thing and so that's that's you know, short okay. short for a long story but and uh so I, I ended up leaving there and but still continuing my work. Yes. Independently. Just uh working with Maxine and working with the select kids that I, I felt like would you know, work with me. Okay. You know, I, and I didn't even ask him. I just said, I'm going to teach you. Yeah. You know, I just yeah. You know, said, yeah. You know, I'm going to invite you to class and we're going to start learning. I'm going to teach y'all. And so I I, put together a bunch of my papers and uh, gave them a big book for, for them to study in, independently or, and for us to go through together as well you know, on their own time. And... Just recently, I started working with the Toss County Library. I'm doing uh, Zoom UT yeah, language Yeah, c- I saw classes. that.
0: That's incredible.
2: Yeah, I'm doing those every Monday in June and July, and then we'll continue in September. We're taking a break in August.
1: Okay. We we'll continue so those in September. I got to tell you, man, I got, I got low-key excited when he when popped up when I first started doing this podcast. I was like, I need different jobs. I went to Sepulpa. And you know mm-hmm. that big plaque outside the school that says yeah. Yuchi Mission School? They didn't teach us anything.
2: No, that's, about that's, that's, it. Yeah, I went
1: there
0: too. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what I learned later on was that it was actually a place where they would take like Native kids and and cut their hair and put them yeah. in, uh, <laughs> you know, colonizer clothes and make them forget their language and yeah. try to assimilate. Native kids into white culture and uh, Mm -hmm. it was awful. You know, it destroyed a big part of history, so the fact that they could be proud of that and they still are blows my mind and you're coming along dismantling that system and I dig it.
2: Yeah, and here's the thing, like it's it's a bad thing. It's a very bad thing. But at the same time, we have elders that are proud to be graduates of those boarding schools. And there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. But that is where they were raised. Okay. You know what I mean? That's what they knew. That's what they were taught to take care of themselves in this world and this type of house we're sitting in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they're going from dirt floors to having their own bed. Yeah. When they didn't have that. Okay. They didn't have their own bed. And even that is, that's, sounds bad, but at the same time, they were with their people. Yeah. And their people were put in in those situations where, you know, maybe they didn't have enough for everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just scraping by with what they can get. And then, you know, this that's where a all the kids ended up that's where a bunch of the na- native kids grew up was boarding school and then there's those ones that didn't want to be there There's the ones that was like I got my own space yeah but then there was ones like I miss my family yeah and so at the same time there's people proud to be where they're from and there's nothing wrong with that it still is a, it, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's, it sucks. it's not okay, but I mean, they, I mean, it's okay that they came from that, but the act itself, I mean, is not okay. Yeah,
2: because, like, just, just think if the money went into helping those communities Absolutely. rather than, you know, trying to make them something that they're not. Because the famous saying, you know, kill the Indian, save the man, and that's exactly what the whole process is about. Yeah and and the whole term is ignorant in itself because Indians are from India. Yeah. <laughs> you know they, Columbus came here and said we are Indians thinking he was in India. Yeah. You know? So the, the the name just stuck and so it's it's all it's all just a broken process in the beginning. Absolutely. You know?
0: that's, a, that's a good answer. Yeah. So
1: uh, first before we get into the real questions, I'm going to throw out a shout out as I do every show this time my shout out is to oh I think is Hannah silencing their phone I believe so yeah this shout out this week is to Lily Lindsay uh, because as as our regular listeners know we normally drop this on Tuesday but it's Wednesday because we decided that last night we should attend, A game of American baseball, which is normally very boring, and somebody gave me a Slim Jim. Now, that seems like a pretty small thing, but today, I was hungry, and I was desperate, and I started looking about my person, and I discovered I still had this magical meat stick, and I fucking ate it. And Lily, you came in clutch, you saved me, you saved my blood sugar when I needed it, and I appreciate it, and you're probably not going to listen to this. But that's all right. Hannah, do you want to hit us with a fact?
0: Sure thing. So tonight my fact is uh, the Uchi language is a linguistic isolate, which means that the language is unrelated to any others.
1: Do you know any other isolated languages? Any other language isolates, if we should put it that way? (laughs) No, I didn't go that far. Japanese. Japanese is a language isolate. It's an isolated country in general, so...
0: (laughs) I guess that makes sense.
1: Yeah, but the interesting thing is that a lot of Japanese words actually show up in native languages, and... We're not quite sure how or why, but the general theory is that uh, uh, people from the people from Asia crossed the uh, the the Bering Ice Bridge, uh, you know, a long long time ago, and settled in in what is now known as the United States, and brought with it some customs. But this is, of course, prehistoric at least pre-colonizer history. <laughs> I
0: was like, yeah, dinosaurs, prehistoric. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, not dinosaurs, but, uh, you know, pre-written history. So we just kind of kind of, can go on uh, some DNA tests and some, some different kinds of dating and, and figure out that that may have happened. And languages help us to figure that out. So that actually extends to, to show that, you know, how important Brent's work really is in preserving this language. So we're going to go ahead and start with the questions. Uh, Brent, what are your pronouns?
2: Um, like, what are I? Call Just,
1: I? yeah, does he, yeah. him. Are you he, him, or? Yeah, okay. So right. Some people are they, them. We just like to ask. What's her name? Demi. Demi. I don't know.
2: She's she's Okay. You know. oh, yeah. Does yeah. Slim, Slim Jim sponsor you? All?
1: No, man. Okay.
0: They can if they want. Yeah, yeah they sure. absolutely
1: <laughs> could. No, we just like smoking weed, so we like snacks. And somebody okay. gave me a snack last <laughs> night.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of weed involved last night. Yeah. So it was great.
1: Uh... <laughs> So how does your tribe actually view gender? And I ask that because I've done a lot of research in my day. Excuse me. <clears throat> and, uh, and, and like uh, there's in Mexico, there's there's a, a third gender called musha, And, uh, you know, Mexicans are Native Americans, too. <laughs> so so I got to wonder, um, I mean, you got like a matriarchal society. What's going on there?
2: Yeah, uh, matriarchal. You know, the mother is, you know, the like, I don't know the boss. What he's, yeah, what yeah, mean, the boss. Uh, yeah, the boss. The you boss. Know, I guess, and uh, that's that's where you know we think of the earth as you know, Mother Earth. You know? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, wait, what else was?
1: Quite <laughs> I mean, how about? does your tribe view gender in general?
2: Oh yeah, so. Uh, I was uh, saying something on stage uh, like a couple weeks ago about this. Uh, we have known that people are sensitive about their pronouns. Yeah, Uchis. Because people outside of the Uchi culture, you know, if you're not Uchi, when when we talk about you in like the third person, you know, say, you know, talk about what you're doing or something, you know we say one sound. We say one sound to represent that pronoun. Okay. Whether you're a him or her, it's one sound. But if I'm talking about a Yuchi person, like what they're doing, it's two different pronoun sounds.
1: Okay. Okay. That's very interesting. I'm going to have to read a lot more about that because that's fascinating. So, do you have an official title in your work? Or are you just Yuchi tradition preserver? That's what I've got written. So, um,
2: I have I have a YouTube channel, Zoyaha School of Language. Okay. And that that type that Zohaya School of Language, that's the thing that I'm trying to you know make real. That's my you know project and my uh, my vision of what I, what I want to do and I want to show a picture but uh, and what I like what my mission is and you know it's basically it's been the same since I've been working is just to work, work with Maxine record her uh, talking and use the audio for you know learning in the future and also using the audio from other elders that we have al- already that have passed on or to utilize those and make them into learning bits and put them into things where people can actually learn from. Right now, it's just kind of like they're stored on a computer in long chunks and not really being utilized. Yeah. And you know, so that's something I want to do. And at the same time, uh, teach, teach kids, you know, teach, teach people the language, spread the language, and. Like, like I said, just work with Maxine as much as possible. That That's one of the main things that I focus on at this moment because we don't know when she's going to, you know, you just never know. Yeah. You, you never know when, you know, somebody's time comes. She's 96 years old. Wow. So, like, she she's at the end of her road, but that, that she's ready, and that, that's fine, but I'm not ready. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
0: There's still yeah. so much to learn.
2: Exactly, you know, and... Every sentence she makes in the language and, you know, even in English, you know, I, I, rec- I can record that because when she's talking about old, old things mm-hmm. that, you know, happen, you know, it's still valuable. And, but like I was saying, every, every sentence she makes in the language is valuable. You know, it's sentence structure that we can study and mm-hmm. then mimic. And that's, that's what I try to do is just try to mimic how she talks as much as possible and then out of other recordings that I've heard
0: okay that's incredible yeah how big is your tribe I
2: don't there's probably like what do you think 1,000 1,500 people maybe that you know can, that we'll say the Yuchi. let's say the Yuchi.
0: that's Something that's like pretty that. small yeah that's tiny
2: we, we only have three ceremonial grounds left oh wow and, uh, only in Oklahoma, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you won't find Uchis. You, you know, there's, there's people that claim to be Uchis, but the ceremonial grounds are here in Oklahoma.
1: Okay. Um, do you only teach youth or do you teach adults as well?
2: Yeah. Yeah, like the uh, library class. That's an adult class. Okay. That's an adult class. Oh, it's not just an adult class. It's to anybody. Yeah. And, um, also, like, uh, Danny, you know, I, I teach her, but, you know, I teach anybody that wants to learn. It's, I don't, it don't matter if you're a dog or a child or, you know, a teenager.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's Wonderful.
0: How many students do you usually have at one time?
2: Well, like, today, you could say I have four, um, but, uh, I, I try to work with four, uh, you know, but I usually end up with two. They're Kalen and Gunner, uh, They're the ones that I work with, and they're involved in, in some uh, ceremonial grounds. And so, uh, and we got, I, I know them pretty well, so I thought it would be good to work with them. And I know they, they want to learn. I know they want to mm-hmm. learn. so That's great. They're, they're one of the ones I said. I'm just, I'm going to teach you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to teach you uh, each, you know, we're going to get together and study.
1: Hey, real quick, let's, uh, we can either have you move a little closer to the mic, or we can have you speak up a little bit. We're not quite, I mean, we're getting you, we're just real quiet on the recording, so I want to make sure we get all of this, because this is really, this is, this is great stuff. Um, so you said you've been doing this for, what, two years now?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm probably like two and a half years now.
1: Okay. Yeah. And um, I mean generally, do you just record this into Audacity? Do you, do you just record this history to, to keep it or you said you're putting it on YouTube?
2: Yeah, so like right now with, with Maxine's recordings, I, I just I have a recorder or my phone. I just record it on there and I store it for now. Okay. And then, you know, there's there's other recordings I work with and try to make me too. And my goal is to stop being lazy and try to put like a, a video on YouTube a day, at least one per day, but I only got four on there right now. Because there, there's a bunch of s- stories on there and there's a bunch of uh, speeches. There's a bunch of people having com- conversations. So it's... it's trying to put those on there in a consumable you know way absolutely to to learn like um, let's see with this video I have this top one it says the Josephine Keith hunting story all I done was go get some pictures off Google and then try to place them in the order of you know what she's talking about like that yeah um, give give the listener something to look at rather than just a black screen and just putting the recording for like sure online like that. And so and I have other videos like the there's this one called the dinner party on here. And we turned turn that into the Oklahoma Native American Youth Language Fair. We, we turned that in and this year and got first place on on our Age, age level, or grades. Oh, that's grade great. Level. Yeah.
1: Good work, it, man. It, yeah, that's incredible. It's exciting.
2: It's exciting.
1: So, are you the only one who does this work with, with uh, Maxine, or, I mean, are there others?
2: Yeah, so, recently, I, I've been one, one of the only ones to, you know, really have some extensive time and meetings with her. You know, but like my sister, sh- sh- she like I said, she's working at the Younger's park. She's still there. Yeah. And so she'll visit and go talk to the, go talk with her and her her boyfriend Keelan or yeah her boyfriend, and uh, I, I wanted to say her husband but not <laughs> married yet but they they had kids so I got I got a little nephew.
1: Oh, that's great. His awesome. name's Ode.
2: Yeah. Um. Let's see. And, but yeah, like I said, these days, I, I'm i one of the only ones that really visits uh, on a consistent basis. Like then, I, when I go over there, I, I don't really have anything prepared. I just go in there and talk to her as much as I can because there's been a lot of that. What's this? They've, they've been working on this for 20 years, the, the Yuchi Language Project. Yeah. And, And so they got a bunch of those word lists and stuff, but there's not a lot of just natural speech, you know, and and what I mean is like just two people going back and forth. There's not there's not a lot of that, or you know, somebody just you know talking about what they did the other day or whatever. And so that's that's what I'm trying to get just just you know naturally what she'd be talking about on a regular basis yeah or something and cause like I said there's a bunch of word lists they, they've been working with uh, elders for you know 20 plus years now and, you know the elders themselves have been you know trying to do something um, notable ones like you know Henry Washburn this this video Josephine Keith uh, Maggie Marcy uh, Addie George Addie George had has a bunch of work that really uh, helps me, and I, I feel like you know we we wouldn't have as good as stuff without her. If she didn't take certain certain people to certain places, like she she worked with uh, W. L. Ballard, he was a linguist, and back back in you know nineteen seventy something something like that, and. So he, he worked with Addy to go around and talk with people in the community and recording them. And at that time, nobody was really doing it. Yeah. Because, they, why would they record the language? Because you know to them, it's it's not gonna die out or whatever. You know. There's yeah. And, at the same time, who knows how to work a recorder? You know, in, in those in those times, people that age that know how to talk, mm-hmm. the elders that talk. And I think it was before that, like nineteen sixty or something. You know, I'm not I'm not exactly sure on the date, but it's you know back then like that. And so, a lot of them didn't have recorders, or you know, they didn't, didn't have. They didn't even think about recording themselves talking, or you know. Right. So. She she brought him around them to, and gave them that opportunity to be recorded in. She done a lot of stuff herself when they went back to uh, Georgia because they, they done a bunch of work at Columbus, Georgia, the, the university. Yeah. There. And uh, so she would go work there and then, then come back in, in the summer or something.
0: Okay. That's great. That's really great. How many students have you had so far?
2: Um, so when I was teaching at the UCHI Language Project, we would do uh immersion class in the mornings with some baby toddlers, babies. Um, so in that class, we, w- we would have like 10, 10 kids, 10, 11 kids.
0: Wow, toddlers.
2: Kids, 11 babies, yeah. You know, babies, you know. And, um, then in the evening, we would have grade school kids come, and I, I would teach them, and then... Uh, my other colleague would teach the high school age kids, so in in that grade school class, I I had like how many like fifteen, si- probably seventeen at, at most, you know, when when they're all there when they're all there, but uh, on a regular basis, probably like fifteen in the class, and then after I stopped working there, um, I, I started. Working with Gunnar and Kaylin, and then now I'm working with her and s- some of youth kids from the Creek Nation. Okay, I'm, I'm teaching them uh, some of the language.
0: That's fun, that's a lot There's of fun. Two,
2: two kids, two kids uh, Micah Hog Shooter and Yadika Hog Shooter.
1: That's awesome. Uh, so you do you you preserve traditions. What is your favorite? Uh, I mean, do you have a favorite tradition or custom that that you don't really encounter in, uh, say, white society or whatever you want to call it?
2: Yeah, just you know our our dances when you know when we dance you know and you know, there's there's some people that only only know this only know you know the just colonize world, world, yeah. or you know, just just going to work and coming home and don't don't really know about other people and what they do and uh, even when they could be right down the road from yeah.
1: Do you, know? so you like sharing so, the tradition as well?
2: Yeah, um, I I like sh- sharing with. Everybody who's trying to learn, everybody, you know, I, what my thing is to have everything to where when our elders go that that run these traditions, we have somewhere to look back and we're just not lost because there's been so many years of other people recording us and, you know, Uh, Writing down what we do, but you know, we—it's about time that we do that for ourselves, you know, and and who better to you know record ourselves and ourselves and document ourselves? Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Is make sure you get it right, and and then we can create, you know, access, you know, accessible uh, archives for ourselves, and then when when time comes, we can look back and. When we fumble in in our memory, you know, we have something to kind of, you know, bring us back to you know, what, what we're supposed to be doing, because um, you lose things over time. Definitely, you lose things over time, especially when you got certain people that are in charge of things, and they pass away. Yeah, unexpectedly. When you got, uh, and then people just have to step up and, you know,
1: remember. Mm-hmm.
0: And, remember, get it written down, something. Yeah.
2: You know.
1: Well, and that's, that's important, too, because, I mean, when Uchis were, were brought to Oklahoma or forced to move to Oklahoma, they were swooped up with other tribes, Right. And mm-hmm. kind of forced all together, and you lost a good chunk of culture right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, the, it's what the creeks that you were that you were kind of shoved in with, and they were like, you know, you're just all natives. It, yeah, yeah, That's
2: yeah. <laughs> and they just said you're Indians, you know. So, and there's there's recording that I was listening to before, a couple elders talking and they was talking about the, the walk-in. They said that um, there was the babies that, that would be crying that, that they had along the, the walk-in. The, the soldiers, they didn't want to hear those babies crying, and they would take those babies and then swing them and hit swing their heads against trees. Yeah. Like and just bust their skull, you know, just...
0: just quiet the baby. Yeah. <coughs>
1: that's horrifying. God. That's, that's absolutely awful. And for what? I mean, fucking Florida, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah it, it's, it's,
2: it was part of, you know, them trying to wipe us out. Yes. It's, you know, yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's uh, like, like the Holocaust, you know.
1: It is. It is.
0: Fucking it's, awful.
2: Genocide. And that that's what that walk was supposed to do was, you know, thin us out and wear us down and make us ready to say, okay, we'll do what you want.
1: Yeah. You know, you
2: know, just, but when, when we got here and when we got to this land, we were supposed to die out. We were, we weren't supposed to survive. This was labeled no man's land. Yeah. In, in Oklahoma, went before uh, we were sent here, yeah, but we 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 were sent here and then everybody would come. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway.
0: <laughs> That's well.
1: A- uh, so something that people don't know is that Oklahoma didn't have any naturally occurring bodies of water. So civilizations crop up near bodies of water, near oceans, or or lakes, or some form of or some uh, source of food and water. So Oklahoma was dry. There was nothing here. There, the soil wasn't good to grow food. And that's why that's why the tribes were put here was like you said to to kill you i mean to kill your mm-hmm. culture and at the very least i mean make you beg for mercy so you would just fit in with with white man's culture so mm-hmm. one less thing for white people to worry about and it's, it's 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 a nightmare and i i hate that that happened and i I'm so glad that you're here to, you know, take it back. Um, now, I read that one way tradition is preserved is in uh, is in food. What's a what sets your traditional food apart from other cultures? I mean, is there?
2: It's survival food. At this survival point. food. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, that's that's what uh, you know we were left with. You know when we got here corn you know we got corn and try to use it every way we could and you you get your corn and you save it for the winter you, you break it down and you save it for the winter and a, a bunch of things that, that they grew they would can and dry you know whatever and then in the summer you know they they their harvest when it, it would uh, the green corn when that time comes, but until then they would you know eat on the rations. But that that's what it, that's what it was and, and commodities. You know that we got commodities. That that's experimental food too at the same time. Yeah, know, I, I feel like
1: i uh, know commodities man that big block of cheese yeah. cans of tuna yeah. yeah
2: and you know they all love it. and even fry bit fry bread <laughs> fry bread is you know one of the worst things but it's, it's bomb it's good it tastes good <laughs> yeah
1: I, i'm into it yeah. fry bread and bologna yeah that's the shit <laughs> that's the shit yeah
2: it's bomb but you know it can be you know one of the worst things for the body absolutely oh, yeah if you eat
0: it you know, every day for the your whole life, I can yeah. see that. <laughs> so
2: But it, it it was meant you know, to help feel you know yeah. the feeling mm-hmm. you know, help feel the your stomach. That's that's basically, you know, what it was utilized for. That's how I feel. And then you know, then we when we come out of the that we just exploit it and, you know start eating indulging, you know.
1: Yeah. I've made some interesting dinners with commodities, man, yeah. I'll tell you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how many people would you say know the language?
2: Um, I mean, there's there's a bunch more people in the community becoming uh, familiar with it, that there's, that there's actually a, an effort going to you know, preserve it, you know, more kids or are getting enrolled in classes and stuff. Yeah. And, so, there's, there's a bunch of kids that, you know, know some Yuchi, but, you know, our, our fluent speakers, you know, aren't, aren't very many of them. You know, you could say there's like, 10, maybe. Holy crap. That that can, you know,
1: understand and talk. Yeah, Yeah, and compared to other tribes, especially, (coughs) the ones that, that the government considered what civilized. I mean the five big <laughs> you know, big tribes that are huge, everybody's a member and there's plenty of people out there preserving that language, preserving those customs, and <clears throat> the little guy loses out, which is you, I mean, which is the Yuchis, it's you lose you lose everything at the cost of of the big guys that wanted to sign the paper. You know, Mm -hmm. so I see you're you're very active on social media. What has your experience been like in like comment sections? Because I see a lot of people just saying painful shit like, uh, you know, you should be thankful for what we gave you and and just Mm. stuff that they should know better by now. I mean, have you have you dealt with a lot of that? Have you dealt with a lot of backlash for the work you do? Oh no, oh, that's great. Um, not,
2: not at all. Uh, really, just support and uh, it, it's. I never a- advertised as like I'm. I'm trying to s- save people that have been colonized or like that. You know, it's just is re- reclaiming it's part of just reclaiming our identity because at the same time we, we want to preserve and be who we are we are in this world mm-hmm. yeah. Th- this is where we're at and this is where we ha- gotta know how to function and w- this is where we gotta know how to live in two worlds you know, there's this
1: one and then you know there's our, our own I mean, you do comedy. Do you do comedy for for white people, or do you do comedy for natives? See,
2: and that that's that's my thing. I I never want to be the, the native comedy. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I never wanted to be the the guy that does does a Indian joke. So you know, I just want to you know be a, a funny guy. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's just like I, I don't want to be like then not to say that's cliche, but it's just like. It's it's more than that, you know. It's I I, I don't want to be funny for, a, because I'm telling Indian jokes. I want to be funny because I'm telling jokes. You know yeah. what I'm saying. I don't want like a label more than just jokes.
0: I do. I, I get yeah, that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh,
1: do you do you keep some customs in your home?
2: Um, I mean, you know, I I talk and. Um, play play recordings of things but you know it's it's just a regular house. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah man, I don't mean to treat you like you're not in a human zoo or anything. I'm yeah. just yeah, I, I wanna I wanna know more. But we're gonna get to know more. Uh first we're gonna take a little ad break and we'll get back to it.
0: Ugh, this pipe sucks. Go get a new one. Where? Some shady hole in the wall where I have to spend my whole paycheck just on a piece of shit that'll break in a day? Okay, wow. You have a lot of feelings about this. Why don't you take another hit? (coughs) Where do I go? The vape shop at 129th and Memorial in Bixby. What makes them so special?
1: They have a great selection of glass, vapes, pipes, accessories, e-juice, kratom, and more. They have good prices, they're very knowledgeable, and the best part, they're all really good-looking.
0: Easy on the eyes, huh? Sexy
1: as hell. The Vape Shop, with two A's, 129th and Memorial in Bixby. Welcome back. This is How Do You Do? And we'll get straight to it. Brent, what is the tribal view of cannabis? Because some of the tribes are pretty against it.
2: I mean, shit. (laughs) You you, got to talk to David Hill about that. But, you know, I know a bunch of citizens like to smoke.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the case everywhere. I know uh, (laughs) Cherokee and Creek, didn't they both say... No, they're not gonna allow medical on their official land. Yeah, that's rough.
2: Yeah, and it is. Any tribal land is federal land. Yeah. So, weed is federally banned. Yeah. So.
1: That, that makes it. That makes it harder.
2: That makes it. You know. That makes it something that they they're like. You know, fuck it. I don't, don't even want to deal with it. You know, I understand. So. Yeah. I, I can still smoke freely, you know. Yeah. I got my medical card, so it don't hurt me. Right, on, <laughs> I can right grow on. and if I wanted to start it and grow
1: I could do that. So. Yeah. Well that was the loophole a long time ago, was that if you uh lived on native land and you got caught growing, the government couldn't do anything to you. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. tribal mm-hmm. government could. But yeah. the state couldn't do shit
0: mm-hmm.
1: and a lot of people got away with it that way but now i guess you know you want that federal money so you got to play ball a little bit it's it's a little harder mm-hmm. um we already so we've already kind of established that your view is that you live in this colonizer world so you you pretty much just live that way um there's no no specific mm-hmm. customs you choose not to follow i mean do you,
2: um I drink a lot of water. <laughs> I just don't drink a lot of pop. Yeah. And, um, I, shit, I don't know. Just work, and so, like I said, I did welding, right? Yeah. You know, I'd always have, I'd always like, man, I, I wish I'd do something that didn't, you know, go to something that harmed the environment, you know, and then. Yeah. Then I ended up at the U T language project and so I wanted to keep doing that as much as I can. And that was one of the driving factors too is but also welding is something I can always fall back on. And I, I don't want to but one day I feel like I might end up back back at welding again. But yeah. at, at this moment, you know, I got I got something, you know, I'm I'm still trying to do so and everything's kinda still working out for me you know I'm still in a position to where I can do what I'm doing so I do it
0: that's yeah. good that's incredible I,
2: I don't I don't have like a regular 9 to 5 basically like uh, what I what I do with the of youth I, I don't even get paid for it you know yeah I just i I'm, I'm doing it and I'm I just feel like I'm supposed to be doing it so I'm, I'm supposed to be there doing it
0: we're and, glad you're doing it it's important and,
2: but I, I I was working with Maxine and help take take care of her because she can't move very well so uh, I've been helping taking care of her lately and uh, I got signed up with the Creek Nation to get a little pay from that so that's good get a little money coming in from that but other than that like I said, the situation I'm in, I, I don't have, you know, a, a lot of bills coming my way, so I just can can do what I'm doing and n- not worry about having uh, to have, have six hundred dollars a week, or, or I mean six hundred dollars a month to pay rent or something. You know, yeah, like it's it's not. I, I'm in a different situation right now. Cause I, I I was I was you know staying at. at my, at a rent house I'm paying six fifty a month. Yeah. But uh not paying that much anymore.
1: <laughs> that's
0: good. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: <laughs> so are there some tribal concepts or customs that don't translate at all or don't translate very well to colonize culture?
2: I mean it's it's two different worlds, you know, but uh yeah, it's just two different ways of living. I I feel like it's more living off and living off the land and living with the land and rather than dominating and, and kind of taking advantage of the land. whether it's you know oil drilling or um, uranium mining or what, whatever. There's any type of mining stuff like that it's yeah that that brings more harm than good you know in, in the end definitely w- w- when it comes to uh, environmental factors and that's the biggest part is the li- living living off land but we 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 don't have. We don't do that. We live in houses. We yeah. Just like you know anybody else, we don't. We don't live in you know our self built houses anymore. You know, but and that that's fine. But I forgot the tr- point I'm trying to make.
1: <laughs> things that don't translate well.
2: Yeah, the things that don't translate was. Well you know, we we have. Our ceremonies, and then you have this other world and that's that's what we have left is and then our language you know our, our language don't translate well to English yeah mm-hmm. you know but and then what does translate well is manners I guess you know is you know when it comes to like res- respecting your elders and you know just good good manners and uh, being being respectful to people is is a you know big thing that I feel like natives uh, instill in their children.
0: Okay. So are you religious per se? Like do you follow a certain denomination?
2: Uh no, just I'm just Yuchi. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Uh are there any traditions that you just absolutely hate? Anything that Maxine makes you do that you just you just don't want to do?
2: Uh, I mean you know it's like when we have uh, our s- ceremonies and in, in in the summer is hot, you know, so you want to go inside or you know get a drink of water, but you know at the same time we're, we're fasting. So Yeah. And uh, you, you got to wait. So, yeah, you'd rather be inside or drinking water, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: What's something that everybody gets wrong?
2: Uh, that, you know, it, all the natives are the same, you know, and they're, they're, uh, they're just Indians, you know, or they all do the same things and they all understand each other. Even even people from the the same tribe may not even understand each other, you know. Yeah. So, that's 'cause cause, you, you could say, uh, there's somebody talking Yuchi and somebody's hanging out with their Yuchi friend and say, "Hey, what's he saying?" You know, be like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know,
1: they're,
2: it's, they, you know, they just not in the same situation to where that they got to learn it well but there's and at this time I feel like more and more people are realizing that there's there's an outlet there's an outlet to learn it from yeah somewhere to go whether it is the Uchi language project me and the people I work with or um, the Creek nation Uchi language program okay and Creek nation has a language program that Yoni Spencer, he, he runs, and uh, others that ha- help teach a, a bunch of kids. They have a bunch of kids that come to class in, in Kellyville, Kellyville okay. Oklahoma. Yes.
0: That's awesome.
1: I mean, uh, white people have this idea of, of natives and culture that is pretty pretty far off. what is accurate Mm -hmm. um even when i was a kid you go to walmart around halloween and there was a you know a so-called indian halloween costume
0: Mm -hmm. the
1: most offensive shit ever but yeah i mean that's that's we grew up seeing that um Mm -hmm. with no idea as to what the truth is yeah Uh, so i totally get that um how do you feel about cultural appropriation like that? Well,
2: it's, it's, uh we, we laugh about it, you know. Yeah. At, at, you know, these times, it's, but it, it is, it's ignorant. It's ignorant because at, at the same, at the same store that they're selling a, a costume like that, th- there could have been Native people that were staying on that same land. You know yeah. what I'm saying? that. That didn't dress that way, you know. what I was saying that weren't that. That's just goes to show we're not all the same, you know. Definitely. And people always, you know, see uh, the the headdresses and the powwows. You know, people dancing, and we're not all the same. You know? Yeah. We don't all do that. So.
1: Yeah, like, do you think the Pope wears that same silly hat every day? <laughs> I don't think right. so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How do you feel about non-ceremonial tobacco use?
2: Um, I mean, you know, it, it happens, you know, <laughs> it, it, all the time, so it's not, there's no stopping it, but yeah, I try to do the best I can. It, even when, like, I, if I empty a blunt out, I'll try to throw the tobacco outside. I'm not l- too lazy. No temptations. <laughs> yeah, just, just give it back to the earth. Is you know how I think about it. That's fair. Stemming my ashtray outside.
1: I wrote that question because that's how they tried to get us to quit smoking when we were kids. They told us uh, that that the tribal elders would be mad at us <laughs> for smoking cigarettes, and I was like, that's bullshit. It, it's just <laughs>
2: medicine, you know, and it's it's all about respecting it. You don't want to disrespect it.
1: Well, I mean, I was driving out yeah. to the reservation to buy my cigarettes. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: Mm. But that's that's what I try, you know. To do that's my little thing is, I, I'll dump my ashtray outside, or you know, when I'm emptying empty out blunt, dump it outside. Definitely. Yeah, cause in my ashtray, that's where a lot of the tobacco will go to. If, yeah. If I don't just get up and go <laughs> outside.
1: I get it. I. Uh, so we talked a little before we started recording about the recent Supreme Court rulings. Do you do you know more about them? Uh, the the state was ruled to be a certain thing. Um.
2: no just, all I know is the, the cops don't fuck with me as much anymore. Well, that's just,
1: good. It's always
0: yeah. a good thing.
2: Man, but freaking, I got pulled over in in Glenpool and I just got working. I was working at a at a grow this time at a, at a marijuana grow and yeah. Um, so I smelled like weed.
1: We know
0: that As you we do. Know <laughs> that's, oh yeah, yeah. And
2: but so he said he pulled me over because I was speeding, but I was right behind somebody like not like on their ass, but like you know in following distance and. I wasn't gaining on them. You know what I'm saying? I was, right. You maintained you know, I, your distance. Yeah. And there was, you know, so I was going as fast as the person in front of me. And, but he got me. I think it's because my tag, you know, he wanted to fuck with me. And because, you know, we got red tags. Like, yeah. Yeah. Tag. And um, so he pulled me over and he, he said, uh, it smelled real strong. And I was like, I just got off work. work out of grow. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I had all my stuff ready before he even got there. I had license registration, ID, you know, ready, to hand it to him. And as soon as he got to the window, I, I gave it to him, and uh, I was just ready to get my ticket and go, you know, because I was in a hurry. I I was in a hurry, and he got me for speeding, but you know, like I said, I, I was maintaining my distance. Anyway, <laughs> um, I was trying to go. I, I was in a hurry. It was it was emergency, and he was he was messing. He he said, "Well, uh, do do you got do you have any anything in the car?" So no, and then uh, he he looked at me and then he grabbed a flashlight. He said, "Open your mouth, open your mouth," and he he said, "Wider, wider, open your mouth," and he he was looking in my mouth for uh, I don't know drugs, weed, I don't know, <laughs> and cause it, I wanna hide nothing you know what I'm saying I'm just I'm just trying to get my ticket and go. I'm not arguing with him yeah nothing. I'm just like saying you know he pulled me over for I did I said okay here's my stuff you know, write me my ticket and uh, he, he done all that and I was just like uh, I gotta go man can you just write me my ticket and he, he's like uh, I, I don't know he made some kind of threat or something he he went back, back to his car and then took a while to get my ticket and left. Probably realized he was being an asshole. Yeah. I gotta
1: say, that's the most racist shit I've ever heard. Open your mouth? Man, I have never had a cop ask me to open my mouth.
2: I mean, I don't know. That maybe it's the way my. If I was moving my mouth or something, it looked like I was trying to hide something, but. I, <sighs> It
1: bullshit. Wasn't anything like that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't anything yeah anything bullshit. Like that. I'll tell you, he was looking for crack. That's yeah. that's where people hide crack, is in you know it's, under it's the so tongue and their cheek, and so you open open your mouth so you don't swallow it, and that's yeah. nuts, man.
2: That's crazy. And it's funny, like if he wanted to get me for weed or anything. There was hella weed on my floorboard, you know, like, from, you know, me stepping just on look. that look, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's weed all over my clothes, you know. It's like, it, you know, if you want to get me for weed too, is there, but at the same time, I have my medical card.
1: Then you weren't breaking the law.
2: Yeah, other than, you know, you say I was speeding, but whatever.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I I don't know what You're kind of dumb speeding. fuck <laughs> cop can, can smell somebody coming yeah. out of a grow and think you were smoking.
2: And, you know, and I, I just... I just, uh, I just like to get my ticket and go. I don't yeah, argue. Right? I don't argue. I yeah. say what, you know, I don't even ask what I did. They tell me, it's okay, here, here's my stuff. Because I, I don't want them to be like, uh, you know, you gonna argue with me and start running my shit. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Does <laughs> your tribe contest to any of OK's water rights?
1: Well, you said what? your creek, right? Did did they contest any of Oklahoma's water rights? I know that was a big deal a couple years ago.
2: I'm not. I'm not really familiar.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair. <laughs> you don't fair. have to be. Um. I mean, it's not. It's not a huge deal. Does your tribe offer gambling?
2: Creeks, yeah.
1: Creeks do, yeah. 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 A lot of casinos. Um. I mean, that's good money. That's money that you guys deserve to have.
2: Yeah. For real. Well, and, uh, hopefully, you know, it goes to the right places.
1: Yeah. There's two views on it, and one of them is that it's also a way to, uh, I mean, they get money back from the tribe by hooking people on these machines, you know, these gambling machines. How do you feel about it?
2: Shit, Then didn't me my money back. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you get money
1: uh, every month from them? No. No, uh, no. We uh,
2: still get uh, per cap. We, we don't get per cap.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, can you give us just a peek into like reservation life? Because we talked a little bit about the bologna and fry bread and stuff, but it's hard, right? You 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 lack access to some pretty basic needs. Is that? I mean, is and that still the case?
2: No, um, not, not really, you know, but people still receive commodities and, you know, put them in their shelves and everything, but, um, no, it's, it's not, it's not hard getting food, I guess. Wait, what was the question?
1: (laughs) Well, just a peek into reservation life in general.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Reservation life, like, so, um the reservation that you could say we have is the allotment that we do our ceremonies on, you know. And uh, it's, we have camps around and people cook over uh, uh, stoves that, you know, they made, you know, bricks and uh, with wood fire. Yeah. And uh, then... Everybody just you know in fellowship you know, with each other, but um I I have I don't I don't live on a reservation or you know okay like um, there's not like I don't know if there's like a creek reservation but people have still the original allotments that they were given when they came to Oklahoma and that's what it, that's what it was yeah they they gave us allotments. But like like the Osage, they they have they have their own, uh, what you call it, uh, land. They have their own reservation. Yeah. They they have their own reservation. Yeah,
1: I used to work for the for the Osage tribe. But what they
2: what they do, like say with like the and Uchis, they cut up the land mm-hmm. and then gave individuals, you know, oh, these, okay. these bits of land instead of giving them a whole chunk of land. Yeah. For the, all the people. They they cut it all up and then they bought it piece by piece.
0: Yeah. Back oh, shit. Alright. That's good to know. Do you feel like some people try too hard to make up for injustices?
2: I mean, just when there's people being part of the our traditions and attending the ceremonies there's that, that's you know that's what it is is they're trying to connect to who they are and you know what their ancestors left them yeah and and what'd you say again
1: well do you feel like some people try too hard to make up for injustices like I see white people just doing like wacky shit to to like be they're pick me ass bitches you know yeah. <laughs>
2: um like any any awareness is good i guess but that that's the thing you know there's there's no there's no talk about natives in really in, in popular culture cause Yeah. they'll say even on the news they'll say every other you know race that they have they say white black uh, mexican asian but there's there's no what they want to say indian what would I say native yeah you know? there's there's no there's no native because they can't track that I guess or they don't want to put it on there they don't want to recognize we're here I don't know but it's there's not we're just not recognized in the that that we even hear a lot of times yeah you know, that we that we even have a voice you know? okay. But, and then there's those, there's those people that, you know, put the voice out there like this stuff like this. You know? Yeah.
1: Well, that's why I wanted you on. I, yeah. I wanted you to to have a platform where you can talk about yeah. what you do. And so that actually goes into my next question. How often do you meet people faking native heritage?
2: Uh, just on online a lot of times or, um, some sometimes you know. See those people in person, but um you could say anybody wearing, you know, a native or Indian costume is faking the you know, yeah Indian heritage and you know, like I say, you just laugh at it. And you can t- say that you know, you're trying to pay respect to it or something, in some type of way, like with the mascots and stuff. Like mm-hmm. They try to say. Uh, well, we're trying, you know, it's a respectful thing, you know, we, we should be proud to have, you know, someone uh, to represent, you all but there's, there's not really anything else like that where it's like a race representing something like that, you know.
1: Yeah, like that's they, they don't have the Caucasians. That's what I'm thinking. People. Yeah, <laughs> we <laughs> need yeah. the Washington <laughs> Caucasians, and we need right. it now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's nothing respectful about the Cleveland Indians or yeah. the Washington Redskins. Those are offensive mascots. Yeah. And yeah. it's at the cost of, I mean, real people. Yeah.
2: That's. It's it's a it's an identity thing, you know, when people are, uh, trying at this time you know with, with the boarding schools and everything people don't know the who the people are people yeah. don't know where they come from and then they see stuff like that and, and like I said we're not all the same but those images uh, try to represent the the people that's on this continent in a whole when yeah it's not it's not representative of everybody that is who they're calling Indians
1: it's different i mean it's like different countries in the u.s you had different civilizations different groups yeah i get that um i mean my experience was always white girls go to north carolina and somebody tells them they're a cherokee princess and you're like you are not (laughs) you know uh and i mean i couldn't get a cdib because i'm adopted which is is hard um You can't, you actually cannot get that card if you, uh, if you can't legally trace back your, your heritage. So, um, never even thought to claim it, but I know plenty of people who did and maybe it was for clout or what, but, but yeah, you said you see it a lot. Um, I know you posted about one guy on Facebook who was like going to big events, um, was he? He was making money or something. Uh, he was wearing like ceremonial garb and dancing and white guy, right?
2: Uh, yeah, p- probably. You know, yeah, <laughs> I, I share a bunch of stuff and yeah, it's probably something my son you know laughed at. You know, yeah, pretty much. And, uh, that's all it is. Is just you can't get mad at ignorance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying you know ignorance is gonna just be ignorant and you, you can't let it uh, just fester and you, you can't really do nothing about it instead of, you know, write, you know, your angry comments or whatever online. Or yeah. Whatever. Know. And because people are going to do what they want to do. It's, it's a different time. You know? and, and, yeah, you can. it's cancel culture too and people doing stuff like that, but it's just, I'd rather not even, you know, let it cloud my mind, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you, you laugh at
1: it. See, That's I see cool. it as accountability culture. You're holding people accountable for doing mm-hmm. things that are just offensive or yeah. hurtful. Yeah. I mean, if it's hurtful, it's hurtful.
2: And then, th- there's always been that, and there's, now there's people just, you gotta, you're gonna d- back up what you're trying to say, or you're just gonna... Say, okay, I was wrong. You're going to admit it. Yeah. And it's just doing that on a bigger platform now instead of just in a room like this.
1: Definitely. (laughs) Definitely.
2: People's always been calling out each other, just not on such a big platform like social media.
0: Yeah. So finally. (laughs) How do you feel about the word Indian?
2: I try not to use it. Mm -hmm. I try to, you know, uh, consciously not use it because. It's like I said, it, it's another thing that's ig- ignorant because Columbus came and thought he was in India, so he called us Indians. Yeah, and so it's just it don't it don't it don't line up. It don't it don't work for me because it's not right. It's inaccurate.
1: Yeah, you say so, indigenous. You say native.
2: Yeah, I say native indigenous, uh, and y- when you say indigenous, you gotta be specific. You gotta yeah. be sp- specific because there's indigenous people from all over the world, you Definitely. Know, certain places. So you, got, you know, it, indigenous uh, to North America. Yeah. You know indigenous people from North America, it's, and then other than that, is you just always recognize yourself as your tribe or who, you, where you come from, and that's what our people just pass that on tell their kids you're Yuchi don't forget that Mm -hmm. because Yuchi is it's not a it's not a recognized tribe yeah and so we we only continue as as we will you know what I'm saying Is it's up to us whether our culture lives or dies yeah and so at at the same time, and the youngsters like me and others coming up, it's going to be up to us you know, once, you know, our others our start going on.
1: Yeah.
0: It makes me happy that you want to do that. Like, you want to help preserve, and it's really great that they're, to see and to hear there are people like you out there, and we need people like that.
2: Yeah, it's, you know, I, I, grew, I grew up, my dad always took me out there to the, to the stomp ground so uh, I always knew where where I came from where where uh, you know where we held our traditions at and I always recognized that we're different you know we're, we're doing we're doing something that other people aren't doing and so I always kind of valued that and um, wanted to respect it as much as I could. Absolutely. And so that that's part of this time now. Um, I feel like it's more of a responsibility, and I, I gotta kind of kind of act on it or just like just let it go and say uh, I'm busy. I gotta go to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know.
0: It is what it is.
2: It's like I I could I I could like not do anything with this. And just focus on uh, other things, you know, whatever, but uh, I'd rather be there. I'd rather be there or, you know, working with the language and out partying or something. You know, whatever, whatever you know, partying is or going, going to the club or whatever. You know, it's, I'd rather you know, participate in something like that. That's, that's what I... I rather attend something like that.
1: Yeah. All right, so just uh, one more question, then we'll have you plug or promote whatever you want. Uh, is there any animosity between Creek and the Creek and Yuchi tribes? I no, mean,
2: I don't think so. Um, only when individuals want to breed it, breed the animosity. But other than that, I don't think so. Because like what I'm doing. Uh, in Muskogee I'm teaching those kids side by side creek and uchi yeah Uh, with with Dana she she provides the creek and then I provide the uchi
0: okay that's awesome
1: rad so I mean would you is there anything you'd like to plug or promote um, native or indigenous artists or anything you just want to want to talk about want the listeners to check out
2: yeah uh, my youtube channel zoyaha school of language you spell zoyaha z-o-y-a-h-a and uh be subscribe and check out the videos and i'll be uploading more
1: okay that's awesome
0: yeah check it out
2: oh and uh, you know you, you can just add me on facebook brent Dio, because I, I post things there about my classes that i do with uh the toss county library and, and Other uh, independent things that I like to do, I I post it there. That's that's usually where I'm active on social media is Facebook.
1: Okay. All right. Well, we have had a great time with you on the show and in our home, and we thank you very much, Brent, and to our listeners. Have a great night, and uh, I love you.